hope you're all having a great day. I want to share this online class that I did. It was an online discussion. And I've been trying to figure out what is the best way for me to share this kind of content. I think it's valuable. Perhaps you'll find it valuable as well. And if nothing else, I just want to share it with you. And um, so you will find here a live discussion. I'm the only one that's speaking, but there's people from all around the globe who are also online participating in this workshop. So you'll hear me referring to some of the comments and, well, I hope you can keep up and get something out of it. And if nothing else, I appreciate you just stopping here, listening to these meditations and affirmations and just hanging out with me from time to time. So take good care of yourself. Here we go. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Welcome and blessings. Let's wait just a little bit longer and see who else joins us. Um, in the meanwhile, grab a journal, pen, get some water or some tea, and um, maybe even grab some tissue so you can blow your nose. <laughs> We're going to do a little breath work, so I want to make sure that you are uh, you know, well prepared. <sighs> and if you have all of those things already, then just relax into your body. Sit down, feel your sits bones. Loretta, thank you for joining. Everyone else here, just go ahead and put some comments in there. Let me know that you're here. But what's most important is um, really, I really want you to feel nice and open. So get yourself in a relaxed state. Um, let your body be more open. Let your belly be more open and just relaxed. You're here. We're here together. I love seeing London here. Like, I thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you all. It's really, really wonderful. It's a celebration. I, I am celebrating technology and the advancement of, you know, the ways that we're able to connect with each other. Thanks for joining from London. BC, New Zealand in the house. Wow. Oh my gosh. I feel really honored to have you all here. I know we've got some state folks here. Carrie from Arizona. Yay, Carrie, thank you for being on here too. Yeah, Atlanta's in the house. God, I love it. Seattle. We are here. We are here. I've got some good stuff that I want to share with you today. So, mmm, excited. It, it just like, it, it gets me really excited also to see you all jamming with each other you know, connecting and, um, <sighs> wow, it's just beautiful. Sometimes I get a little overwhelmed for words. Beautiful. At the gym, but you want to check in. Thank you. Thanks for checking in. Okay. All right. Hello, Mark from Virginia. What I'd really like, I'm, I'm probably going to say a lot of things here in this conversation. And um, you're going to have some questions, no doubt. I would like you to write some of your questions down. I will do my very best to respond also to the, the comments that are in, um, in the comment section. And um, sometimes when I do that, it might like derail me a little bit. And, I, and there's sometimes some important pieces that I want to share with you. I'm just still trying to figure out how to best you know, include all of your comments and your questions in there, but no doubt, you know, this is going to be a really um, yummy conversation. Well, I hope your uh, retreat was amazing in Costa Rica. Yeah, hopefully I'll be going there pretty soon myself. Okay, let's drop in. Let's drop into meditation. Just come into a comfortable seat. Just relax your body. Just connect with your breath. Just See what the rhythm of your breath is right now. Notice the state of your mind. And just let it be what it is and 
Keep watching your breath. Take a deeper breath into your belly. I'd like you to really expand your belly, fill it up. Just like Buddha's belly. A belly full of life is a belly full of breath. Full exhale, pulling the navel back towards the spine, fully releasing. You can even make some sounds with your exhale breath. And then inhale again. You may even evoke some ujjayi breath. It's just by engaging the epiglottis in the back of the throat. You'll hear the sound of your breath coming up. It almost sounds like a Darth Vader breath. I'll exaggerate it here for you to, to hear, but it's like... So keep trying to find that breath. It's really good for the nervous system, toning the vagus nerve, helping us to find our natural rhythm and equilibrium so we can have peace and ease and clarity. A couple more breaths. Full exhale, pulling navel back to spine. Another deep breath together. Breathing into ourselves, into each other, into this life, into this beautiful universe. We cohabitate. And the final exhale for this part. And then return to normal breathing. Hello, friends. We're gonna be talking about up-leveling the way that we think so that we can upgrade our lives. It's so important for us to be mindful about the way that we think, the way that we are approaching our lives with our views, our perspectives, with the thoughts that are circulating around in our, in our heads. The, once we become more aware of our thoughts, we can start to see how, you know, they have been um, creating our reality. And we can choose to start changing our thoughts so that we can start experiencing a different reality so that we can really show up for our lives. Doesn't mean that our lives are always going to be easy and that things are, you know, always going to feel like they're going our way. But it's, um, it's, a way in which we start to see things, we see our lives, we see ourselves, we see the people in our lives, and our lives start to change. We start to transform right before our very own eyes. And life gets better and richer. And this is important because this is the only life we get to live right now. Like, this is it. So by taking the responsibility for the way that you think and the things that you meditate on and the things that you visualize is going to help you to have a life that you enjoy. So you get to live before you die. And you get to live as fully and as richly as you can. And it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to try to get something right. This is really about living as fully as you can in your life. And there's a few different approaches that I'd like to share with you that I've been able to use in my own life to start creating a new reality for myself. And how many of you know that when you start to create a different, a better, more alive, more gratifying, joyful life for yourself, it naturally starts to spill out to others. And you don't have to try, and you don't have to do so much or over effort so much, because what happens is that you're starting just to come into being, just being, being, being as 
alive as you can be, being as accepting and as loving as yourself as you can be, opening yourself up, taking more risks, stepping into life, stepping into the mystery, and breathing with all of it. Okay? All right. Oh, Jennifer, I just saw that Halal um, would be here, but she's at work, and please do tell her that I said hello also. And thank you, Vanessa. Thank you for joining, everyone. Anami, thank you. So happy to see you here. Okay. So I'm going to give you a quick disclaimer. Now, for one, anything I share, these are my own thoughts. These are also, you know, thoughts that I've been able to pull together that have worked that work for me based on some of the teachings that I've received, some of the different lessons from life, different lessons from different learnings that I've had. And in no way is anything that I am going to share with you, you know, a dogma. Okay. And I want you to take whatever lands with you from what I say, and you use that. And you can work with it and you can apply it in your life in the ways that you see fit. And there might be some things that I say that don't resonate and don't land and that's okay too. So I'm just sharing and I have no attachments. What I also want to say about that is that whatever I'm sharing, I am sharing with and from a place that I do deeply desire for all beings everywhere to be happy and free. And may my thoughts my words and my actions in some way lead to that happiness and freedom for all. So, with that in mind, I'm going to share with you the first approach to being able to upgrade your life. Okay? Beautiful. All right. Thank you for thank you for those hearts. So, some of the things by the way that I say, you may not like to hear, but I Again, just want you just to feel into like, where does this land? And then take some notes on this. So the first pieces that I want to share with you is that it's very important to, to acknowledge where you are. Starting from wherever you are, beginning where you are right now in your life, begin to acknowledge how you have been showing up in your life. So if we're going to start to create a new, a new foundation for ourselves to thrive, then we have to know what we're working with. So I wrote down a couple of things that I want to share with you. The first one is this acknowledgement and see how this resonates with you. We have all mostly done the best that we could and knew how with the tools that we had. So we have all mostly done the best that we could. We've mostly done the best that we could. I used to say that we are always doing the best that we can. And, and I believe that in most cases, but not in all. And it's really important for us to move away from this really, um, you know, uh, like solely positive thinking and, and, and making everything very extreme. So I'm gonna say, and feel into this for yourself, We've mostly been doing the best that we could. And here's the second part of that. But many of us have fallen short by allowing ourselves to get lazy and overwhelmed with emotions that we did not know what to do with. And it was sometimes easier to become oppressed by some of those emotions and those, that way of being than to actually transform ourselves. Can you, can you relate to that? Do you hear what I'm saying? So this first piece is that, yeah, most of the time I've done the best that I could. We have probably had some really, really challenging lives, right? We've gone through some stuff and it's not been easy. And mostly we've done the best that we could. Even when the best that we could has, you know, not always been as, as great as maybe it was the day before. And then there were also times where we fell through the cracks and we were lazy and we have lazy thinking and we have got overwhelmed and we allowed ourselves to get overwhelmed by our thoughts, by those oppressive thoughts and by emotions that we did not know what to do with. Okay. And a lot of times it's easier 
it feels like it's easier, but it comes at a cost, a great cost. In the moment, it feels easier sometimes to allow ourselves to kind of get like whew, pulled down by those heavier emotions. And when we do that enough times, we do that over and over and over again, it becomes a habit. It becomes a way of being. And unfortunately, that also comes along with thoughts and behaviors and actions and it becomes with a low vibrating energy. And so then we attract people into our lives. We attract different situations into our lives from the place that we are vibrating from. Okay? The other thing, and these are still, I'm still working with these acknowledgements. So we did not always take personal responsibility for our behaviors, our thoughts, in our actions, and instead we chose to blame other people. We did not always take personal responsibility for our thoughts, our words, and our actions, and we chose to blame other people. I mean, sometimes we blame our parents, sometimes we blame society, sometimes we blame our children or our spouses or our friends or people that we don't even know. And Here's an important piece. Have some compassion for yourself because it's, it's hard living life, right? We, there's, it's hard. And sometimes we just want a break and we want, we want to feel lighter. And so when we're not taught what to do with our emotions, when we're not taught you know, to take personal responsibility or and more and more and more important, is like when we're not taught that we actually have the power to change our lives through the words that we say and the thoughts that we have, then we're, we're really powerless. And then we are, because we are missing a key piece of information that we absolutely need to know. So I'm gonna repeat these three things that I've already shared. Okay, so the first one is we've mostly done the best that we could with the tools that we were given as we were growing up and through, you know, our, all the things that we've learned and how we've learned how to survive this life. We've mostly done the best that we could. And other times we fell short and we've been lazy, lazy in our thinking, lazy in seeking help or reaching out for help, maybe because we gave up and didn't believe that help was out there that somebody would be able to, to support us or could hold us in all that we've experienced. So it was easier to be oppressed by some of our emotions than to actually do the work to transforming that, to transform them. And then the third thing I shared so far is that we did not always take personal responsibility for our behaviors, our thoughts, our words, and instead we chose to blame others. Now listen to this piece. This is the fourth acknowledgement that's really, really important and is at the basis for all of this. Every single one of us, at any given point in time, right in the middle of a sentence, right in the middle of your life, right in the middle of catastrophe, we have the opportunity to forgive ourselves, to stop, and to to have compassion and to love ourselves. Any moment, we don't have to finish a particular thing that we're doing, we don't have to finish the sentence, we can stop it at any moment and say, right now, I'm dropping this bag. Right now, I'm dropping it. I'm gonna choose, I'm gonna choose compassion for myself. I'm gonna choose love for myself. It might be difficult at first, it might be really hard. You might be real far away from love for yourself. It might be a big effort to even like yourself. I understand that. But you can, at any moment, try on a new attitude, a new belief, and really lean into it. And I'll tell you, you don't have anything to lose by trying on some compassion for yourself. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Everything to gain. So at any moment, 
at any moment, you can change and drop a mindset. And you're gonna have to keep practicing. You have to keep practicing because the former self may be really used to being critical and to judging yourself and to blaming and to being in full condemnation. But guess what? But guess what? You get as many, you get as many tries as you have breaths left in this life. You get as many tries, as many, many chances. There's so much grace for you to practice compassion, forgiveness, self-love. And it's worth it. It is so worth it. I'm going to turn over here. We hold ourselves to higher standards. Instead of investing time on ourselves to give ourselves self-love, we give that energy to others. Oftentimes, Lewis, we do. Oftentimes we do give our, that energy to maybe trying to fix or to change the situation outside of us instead of bringing that love to ourselves. And we are so much harder on ourselves. I agree with that. We don't have to be though. We don't have to. We can choose something different. A lot of this being harder on ourselves is that we were not given the tools to know that we can be kind to ourselves, that it's not selfish to have self-care, that it's essential that we care for ourselves and put ourselves first, just like on the airplane where you have to put the air mask on yourself first so that you can make sure that you are well-equipped with breath and then you can help the child or the person that's next to you. It's so important. We're not taught those things. Maybe we weren't taught those things. Some of you, perhaps you were, and I'm so glad for that. But if you were not taught that, and it's difficult for you to practice that, and you're really used to being a certain way, you can make a choice at any moment to change it. It's really, really, really that simple. It's not easy, but it is that simple. Camille, Jesus teaching. You know, um, I, I wouldn't necessarily call it Jesus teaching. However, I really resonate with the archetypal energy of Jesus, as well as Buddha, and uh, Kuan Yin, and, um, and what I really believe is in love, in teaching love, and in teaching compassion. Like that is ultimately, like we need that, we deserve that. Okay, so is everybody kind of um, clear, mostly clear on some of these acknowledgements and understandings that, um, that I've shared so far? And the reason why I started off with this, with the acknowledgements and understanding, is because we have to have like a new playing ground, a field from which we're building from. We have to have self-responsibility, acknowledge how you have been, how you've been showing up in your life for yourself and also for others. What kind of thoughts that you've been you know, having. We'll get to that here in just a second. That's actually the next piece. But it's just the acknowledgements. I like the vibe. Thank you, Lewis. When we see a tree with broken branch, we see the beauty, but when it's us, we just criticize ourselves. And doesn't that hurt? Are we tired of criticizing ourselves? We don't have to do it. We, we, we can try on a whole new way of being. And even when those thoughts, those critical thoughts start to come in, we can recognize them, we can see them for what they are, and then shift, we get to release them. We don't have to stick with them. And I'm gonna talk about that because that has to do with fortifying the mind. So the part, the next part that I wanna move into, so I'm, I'm gonna share basically like four different parts. The acknowledgements and the understandings were the first piece. And there were four different parts to that. Now, for the second is that you have to know your mind. This is really important to start truing up. You get to be the observer, the non-critical observer of your mind. There's a lot of stuff that you've collected in your mind because perhaps you didn't know how to protect your mind. You were taking in a lot of information. Many of us, can relate to being empaths, although I'd like to argue and say all of us are empaths, it's just that some of us are more sensitive than others. But we're always picking up a lot of data, a lot of information, and that's coming in through our eyes, through our ears, 
It's coming in through the things that we smell, things that we taste. It's coming in through our body. We're picking up a lot of information, a lot of energy all of the time. So we, so this next piece is very important to be the observer of your mind. And how do you become the observer of your mind? Well, for one, it's going to be through meditation. Sitting in meditation and just allowing yourself just to try to stay as focused on your breath as you possibly can. And once you start to notice thoughts, you, you just let them be there. You sit amongst them. You sit amidst them. And maybe this particular approach is, I am here simply to be the observer of my mind. I'm here to see what kind of thoughts come into my mind. Now, most of you, like myself, know, know the thoughts that come in. There's usually like these thoughts on a conveyor belt, it feels like, you know, it's like every fourth thought might be like a repetitive thought, right? There might be one or two new thoughts, but they're mostly like they're the same ones we see cycling through our minds over and over and over again. Be the observer of your mind, okay? That's important. Does everybody get that? <laughs> Sarah, you can relate to that, can't you? <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so you already know. Now, once you have a clear grasp on um, your mind, and let me, let me say this. Sometimes what we, what we are more aware of is the feeling or the sense of the thoughts. Like we, we have an energetic sense of what the thoughts are. We might even have some visuals, um, but a lot of times those, we might be more aware of the feelings of our mind. Does that make sense? Type in a comment, let me know that you're following me. And by the way, if you also would like to donate, I love that, it's appreciated. This is how we are able to, you know, us teachers on Insight Time are able to come on, um, is also just from your support and, um, you know, I love donation. So if that feels resonant for you, I would appreciate that so much. Um, shifting back. So because we are so accustomed to ourselves, we may not pay attention to the actual words or the thoughts. We walk into a room and you get a feeling. And maybe it's like, you may say to yourself that you're an introvert. I'm just gonna use this example of walking in the room. Okay, so you're an introvert and it feels uncomfortable when you walk into the room. So you've walked into many rooms and you have continued to say to yourself that you are an introvert. And so you just are kind of overwhelmed by the feeling of that. Now all these people and they see you and you're an introvert in the middle of all these people who are you know, chatting and talking and woo, it just might feel overwhelming. And so you are accustomed to that. You know what it feels like when you walk into the room. But what are the words that you're saying to yourself? That is the part that we're not oftentimes as aware of. And this is where there is an issue and, and this is the danger zone because the words that you say to yourself are spells, right? Like spelling, right? If you're saying the same thing over and over and over again, then you are keeping yourself encapsulated in this particular energy. So if you walk into the room and you see a lot of people and suddenly you start to feel overwhelmed, maybe the thoughts that you are not aware of are, they're not going to like me. I'm not welcome here. Everybody here knows each other, but they don't know me. Or, you know, maybe I'm not dressed appropriately. Maybe I'm going to not say the right thing. And there's this whole slew of different things that you're saying to yourself that are running unconsciously in your mind. Okay? So, yeah, thank you for expressing that. You were thinking these exact words when this life first started. I'm curious to hear a little bit more about that. Okay, and the self-fulfilling prophecy. Beautiful. Thank you for that because uh, I'm going to go back to that here in a second. So in order for you, so you got to know what you're working with. 
if you're going to change anything, you got to know what the data is. You got to know what you're working with. You're going to reverse the spells that you put yourself on, you know, and that word may not resonate with you. That's okay. But if you want to create a new reality for yourself, then you've got to start saying different things. If you don't know what you're saying to yourself unconsciously or what's running on a loop in the back of your mind, then you're not going to be able to change it because those thoughts will still be there. And depending on how long you've been saying those things, like if you you know, had a childhood trauma or you were bullied during childhood or you were, you know, you were left out and you, you always felt like you were never picked or something like that, like these fears can be really deeply rooted in us. And so these words can be so old and you might even think of yourself as, you know, being a village and there may be some very ancient ones that are within you that are you are still trying to help heal from lifetimes ago and and there may be some things that maybe you've brought into this life also and that you are still continuing to you know repeat and say to yourself okay yeah thank you so you got to know you've got to be the non-critical observer of your mind um, when you, when you talk to friends also, friends can be a really good reflection. If you have friends who care about you and love you and who really have your back, right? And they're, they're, they're not your friends for other reasons other than to have your back and to love you. Um, they can be great reflections for you and help you to hear the words that you don't realize that you're saying or, um, you know, when, they, when your words might actually be wrapped up in, in some kind of like a lack mentality or victim mentality. And as a practice, it may be helpful for you to talk to a couple of your friends and say, hey, I'm really trying to get on board with my self-talk. And I am, you know, just moving into the self-love revolution. Will you help me to maybe you know bring to my attention things that i'm saying that i don't realize that i'm saying things that are outside of what i'm saying that i want for my life and maybe you can do the same for them so you want to hold mirrors for each other yeah just take a look over here beautiful beautiful so you spent the last two or three years working on, on limiting beliefs, self-love, kindness, and compassion. So important. Um, what I've learned is previous thought life was developed over a lifetime, and it takes awareness and consistency before thoughts change. Yes, 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 it takes time. This is not an overnight process. However, the more consistent that you are, the more on top of it, the bigger commitment that you make to yourself and to your life, that, that's when you're gonna start to see these changes much faster. It can happen so much faster. We are really powerful beings. So enroll other people in helping you. And yeah. Now, once, you, um, once you've started to you know, once you've acknowledged and you're saying, hey, I'm ready to take personal responsibility for myself and for my life. I'm ready to take ownership and I trust that yes, I do have the power to change my life. I can stop, drop, meditate and start choosing different thoughts and choosing self-love for myself and choosing compassion for all that you've gone through. I can choose that at any time. Um, then you get to start really visualizing a new version of you. I'd like to take a moment right now and I'd like you to grab a piece of paper and just write down a couple of words, maybe some affirmations, some, some like this, this version of you that, that you want to start developing, that you want to bring into fruition here on this planet in this lifetime, in this dimension. Who do you want to be? Who do you who do you feel that you are deep inside of you? Who, who do your dreams show you that you are? Who is this like the you that is 
clawing at your throat to say, please, let me speak up. Let me have a say. Let me show up. Write down, write down just some thoughts about who you are becoming and who, you know, who you want to be. Just take a moment to just do that right now. I'll hold space for you while you do that. I see, I see that um, Didi requires consistency and drive to want to feel and be a better version of ourselves. Yes, deconstruction. So what does that version of yourself look like? What does this new version look like? Maybe write down some adjectives to describe. Maybe if you, if you can't visualize yet, how, do you, how does this new version of you feel? How do you feel when you walk into a room? How do you feel when you get ready to share something? When you speak? So some of you may be able to really visualize with your mind and have images. And others, it might be easier to be able to describe the way that you want to feel. How do you want to feel? Another helpful approach may be that how do you want to feel when you're in relationships? So this version of you right now, you have many relationships. Perhaps some of them are not as healthy as you'd like them to be. They're not as loving as you want them to be. So what kind of relationships does this new version of yourself have? I'll give you just about another um, 30 seconds. And thank you all for continuing to be here. And you can feel free to donate a dollar, five dollars, anything that feels resonant for you. And, and also being here is, is wonderful and is enough. And I appreciate your presence. Camille, thank you. I love your beautiful reflections. Okay. Why is it important for you to be able to visualize a new version of you? Type in there. Why do you think? Hi, is this the first question? What sorts of relationship does this new version of you look like? Good question, Rosemary. Thank you for joining. Um, so the first question, the first question was really overall is just, I'd like you to envision a new version of you, a new self, your higher self. What's the next level version of you? And sometimes we can't visualize that. And so it may be helpful to feel like, how do you, how does this next level version of you want to feel? How does this next level version want to feel and be in relationships? What does this next level version of you look like? So those are kind of three different approaches. We can always break that down even further and say, what does this next level version of you wear? Where does this next level version work? What kind of things do they eat? What kind of places do they go? What kind of home do they live in, right? You're visualizing, but I want you to just, just start to get the, the crux of it. I just want you, if you haven't been working with visualization of your new self yet, then I just want you to start touching, touching, first of all, the possibility that you can, that you can create a new version out of your existing material. You can create a whole new you from the material that you have right now, from all that you've gone through, from all the debt that you have, from the current relationships that you have, nothing has to stay the same. And in a year from now, in six months, in five months, in one month, depending on how consistent you are, 
you can have a whole new life. Hear me when I say that. A whole entire new life. And it begins with you being able to accept and acknowledge that you have that power. You have the power to change your life. To take personal responsibility for yourself. And then to start visualizing a new version of you. So put in the comments some of some of these versions, some maybe some adjectives or some, you know, like how do you want to be? You know, for me, being vulnerable, you know, I boy. I've, had, I've gone through so many different iterations of myself. I really have. And even this version that you see right now in front of you is in process. I, I hope to continually be, you know, moving into new versions. And as I move through those new versions, I hope to further instill in myself these important values that I came to develop and adopt as as I was growing that's integrity and trust for myself this old, older versions of me did not trust myself so therefore I did not have confidence confidence by the way because I see that I love that sunshine that you wrote that confidence means with con like con in Spanish con or Latin with and then fident, like fidelity, filling this trust with trust, with trust of yourself. So let's see a couple more. Confidence, going to be happy. Yeah. How about this, Ellie? I want to give you, I want to just upgrade your language a little bit. Say, I am happy now, calm and self-nurturing. And now you're speaking that into reality right now. That's this next part. After you um, visualize a new you, is that speaking things into existence now. Because what you currently see of your life is like a result of all of your past thinking, right? All of your past thinking. And so when you speak things into reality right now, you are putting that into motion. So everything that you say you know that there is a version of you that is out in the playing field, out there. You know, all timeline is all in one, right? We're just only conscious and present to right now. Um, so yeah, I am happy, calm, and self-nurturing. I am. Mm. Just notice how that felt when you wrote that. Like, I am. And know that you are planting seeds. You're already creating a different version of you that is happy, calm, and self-nurturing. I used to think that this was hogwash. I didn't believe it. Like I wanted to believe it and I even like said the things, but some part of me didn't believe it. And you know what? You know what caused me to really start to believe it? Is when I was just so... When I had like, I was just broken down. I, I was just broken down and I felt like I had led myself to a place of destitution. And I remember just going outside and then I saw the moon and I was by the water, but I just went out and I just cried. I wailed. I just gave it up. I was just like, I can't do this anymore on my own. Like I need some guidance. I, I, something's got to give. And I let myself really break open and I cried. It was like three o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. I woke up out of my sleep and I was in so much like, like pain, like emotional pain. I could feel it on my chest and in my heart. And I just went out and I was like, whoa. Like, I can't hold this anymore. Something's got to give. And there's something in this. It's almost this desperate feeling of, I've got to save my own life. I've 
got to save my own life. What's it going to take? Break open. You have to break open and let it in, right? Well, and actually, you, you, let, you let the love that's already there inside of you, you let that start to come out. But it's because you start to let like the love from your guides and from like all, all other planetary beings who do love you and who do want you to be the best version of you. You let that in so that you can start to explode open. I want to read this other comment here. I am gentle and compassionate, not only with the world, but also with myself. I am grounded and approach all of life with ease, cognizant that all of life is conspiring with me, yes, and in my favor. I am in alignment with myself and all of life. I am consistently appreciative of all these gifts, gifts that life offers on a consistent basis. I take excellent care uh, and well-nourish my soul, mind, and body and listen to each as they communicate with me. I am loving life and life is loving me. And this is reflected in my life in every way possible. I am trusting, confident, happy, joyous, healthy, and in communion with myself in all of life. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I celebrate that for you. I celebrate that for you. Thank you. Yes. All of this. I'm happy. Can you all see these things? See this. You know what's beautiful too? Is that we can share. We can borrow from each other's visions. And we can say, oh yeah, that's beautiful. Like that resonates. I didn't have the words or the language for that. But that really resonates with me. I'd like to borrow that also. I like that. You see this. Thank you for sharing. Because these are so beautiful. These are your affirmations. Read these to yourself every single day. Print this up and post it somewhere. Post it on your mirror. Post it on your refrigerator. See it in your car. Put it everywhere. It is so important. You are important. And you being happy and living a good life is really, 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 really important. It's important because you, you're vibrating in this life. And you're, and you're also like, you know, emitting energy. Can you imagine what our life, what our life on this planet is going to be like when, when more of us are happy, like really happy, not pretend happy, but really happy. Can you feel how that's going to shift the energy field for our lives, our personal individual lives, but also for all of our lives? That is our responsibility. First to ourselves and then as humanity. It's powerful. And you, and you all on here in these comments. Mm, oh my gosh. I love you all. I love you. Oh, thank you, Jennifer, for your donation. Thank you. And thank you, Didi, for your donation also. I really appreciate you. Oh my gosh. Okay. So visualize a new you. Um, that, was the, that was the third piece there. When you start to visualize yourself, it's important that you hold an image of yourself. In this higher vibration and um, I, I like I like like Marvel movies and movies like that I think I shared that before but <laughs> you know they're amazing they're amazing because I can relate so much and it also helps me to like be able to put some of this other stuff into practice, like the visualization and things like that and understanding things, right? Like it's, they're really, really incredible. I see some of you resonate with that. You like Marvel movies also. It's really cool. And lately there have been, um, you know, more movies about like the multiverse, right? And these different versions of ourselves. I even just watched another movie that I, I'm not really sure that I wanted to watch now that I know, but it was like, it was, I really needed to project my mind a little bit more, but it was at the movies and it had to do with multi-dimensions and so forth. And it was, it was, it was an interesting concept. I'll say that. Um, but it also helped me to see, to start to visualize, okay, this is me right here. And then perhaps in this other dimension, in this other universe, there's this other version of me. What does that other version of me look like? So what does that version dress like, right? What, what is she doing? How is she standing? And 
So I'm sharing that with you right now because, because I know sometimes it's hard for us to get out of our current situation. And it's hard for us to visualize that it's possible for us to get out of our current situation. You know, especially if there, we haven't had evidence of that being possible before. Okay, but I'm telling you that I want you to practice, like find as many possible ways for you to practice visualizing a new version of yourself. It is really important that you can hold an image and until you can hold an image, then hold the emotions around what this new version of you is going to feel like. Okay, I'm gonna move on from this piece. And the reason why I mentioned the, the marvel is because you may just be able to visualize a different version of yourself in a different dimension or a different universe. Maybe that's helpful for you. It was helpful for me. And once I was able to hold and create another vision in a different reality, in a different dimension, I then could like bring that into this reality. I hope I didn't just confuse you. <laughs> Anyhow, visualize a new you. Once you visualize a new you, you have to start speaking and operating from that place. You have to move from a place as it's already being done. Like everything that you do, everything you eat, everything you, you say is like, it is, it is making that version of you become that much more embodied, that much more in the flesh. Like you are feeding that new version of yourself with the words that you say about yourself and every action that you take is getting you more in alignment in you know with that new version of you i'm glad you all thought that was a little funny <laughs> marvel is marvelous thanks jesse for your laughs and your love <laughs> okay so when i said about like speaking your affirmations got to speak daily affirmations. It's so important and speak it as though it is because it is. It already exists somewhere. Otherwise you wouldn't even be able to like visualize it or conceive it. So it is there. You are just bringing it in to this present reality and you are speaking it into more existence. Okay. Make sense. Visualize a new you speak your daily affirmations. And then the next thing that I want to share with you is that you have to protect and fortify your mind. So I want you to really hear me. You have to protect your mind. You have to protect yourself from getting more cracks in your mind and also for dropping into the cracks of your mind and getting stuck in loopholes or an old conditioning, it's very, very important. You have to protect your mind. Yes, I will come back. Uh, maybe I might answer the question, um, Anami, but let me know if I don't, okay? Protect your mind. You have to protect your mind by Being very mindful about the things that you take in, about the things that you watch on television, the things that you scroll through and look at on social media or on the internet. There's some things that you have no business looking at at all because it is not helping you. And it is in fact taking from you. It is siphoning energy from you. So you have to start to protect your mind you may already have cracks right in your mind from trauma and from you know chaos and confusion it's important to make sure that when you notice yourself going into like certain thoughts you know, the kinds that really can pull you in or like obsessive thoughts, obsessive compulsive thoughts, ruminating. When you catch yourself doing the thing over and over and over again, that is like a crack. That's like a, that's, you're getting caught in that crack. It's important to not go there. Okay? 
So some of the common things that people do, and I have done also in the past, is, you know, I'm gonna just repeat, you know, going on to like social media, maybe catching yourself scrolling and getting caught up and caught up and caught up there. That's not a good use of your energy. And it's sucking your energy and your life force. If you're gonna go on there, go on there for, you know, for a purpose, be intentional about it. But if you're just going on there and you notice that you're catching yourself, it's like a, like a little hamster wheel, get off immediately, just stop. There's nothing else that you need to complete there. Put the phone down, walk away. Protect yourself from certain things that you watch. You don't need to watch or hear certain things. It's not helpful for you because some part of you could be absorbing, it is absorbing, absorbing, being absorbed on some level. You may not be consciously processing it, but it's getting absorbed. So it's like there's certain television shows or, or you know, streaming shows that you just don't need to watch anymore. So don't watch them, they're not helpful. Things that are like violent, those things are not helpful in creating you know, a new, healthy, happy, joyful version of you. Be mindful of the things that you're doing. If you, um, you know, have obsessive thoughts, perhaps like about a person, and maybe you know, that it's hard for you to get over them or to stop thinking about them, just recognize that that's, that's also like a trap of, of, a trap of the mind, right? Of this, of this like lower vibrating energy that can really get you sucked in. And so that's kind of a, a different conversation, you know, like to, how, do, how do we start to heal that? But I just want you to, first of all, be aware of them. And as soon as you notice it happening, immediately take a different action. Do something different. Jump up and down. Start to dance. Do something different to interrupt yourself from going into like that, that crack or that hole. Does that make sense? Okay, let me just see. Can we repair the damage? Okay, I'm gonna answer this in just a second. Um, we all know where we get caught up in the loops in our minds. And I'm just saying to you, it's really important that you don't perpetuate those, you don't perpetuate those thoughts, the behaviors, any of those things. It doesn't, it's not a good use of your energy and you know ultimately it doesn't feel good. Now, you may do it because you, you might get some kind of a, you think you get a benefit from it. Like there's, there's usually some kind of a, a feeling that's associated with it. And it's almost like a drug. And so you may, you, you've gone there so many times, it's easy to get there. It's like a very, very well-worn path. And so you don't usually even have to like, you, you can get caught up in these, in these cracks so easily, in these holes, so easily. So you've got to keep your eye out for them. And you've got to pay attention. So how you fortify that, how you fortify your mind is, you know, through your affirmations, through meditation, through singing, through, you know, like really, again, that's using your affirmations over and over and over again and, and like saying them to yourself out loud constantly is really important. And also just claiming like who you are, who you are. I am a beautiful human. I am a beautiful person. I am strong. I am powerful. I am life-giving. I am amazing. I am strong enough to overcome this obstacle. Also protecting your mind, you gotta stay away from certain people. Some people in your life are not healthy and you know, misery loves company. Bottom line, it's sad, but it's true. And people don't wanna be alone in their aloneness or in their pain. And so oftentimes they will choose to align and attach themselves to other vulnerable people who, who, you know, and that might be you. And it's important for you to recognize that. And it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, not talk to that person anymore. Let's say that this person is your mother or is, um, you know, a sibling or a friend, I don't know. There's many, different, there's, there's many different relationships that we have. Some of them, it's important to end those relationships because you know that you've needed to end them anyways and for some reason, maybe you've been holding on to them, um, but it might be time to move on. Maybe now is the right time. And it's not coming from a place of, you know, of, of hatred, but you know, from a place of 
of caring and loving yourself so much that you know that it's time to move on. Um, these are ways that we protect our energy and protect our mind. Um, listening to certain songs and to you know certain music, um, vibrations, you know, in some of the even if like the music doesn't have words or words that you understand, you know, these are really important things and ways to to protect yourself. You you want to have in your mind you know, things that are going to support you in becoming the version of you that you are, that you, that you want to become, that you know is possible for you. But you have to keep your mind healthy. Feed yourself healthy food, alive food, vibrant food. Even staying away from a lot of caffeine and sugars and processed foods, all of those things have an impact on the quality of your mind and your ability to be able to kind of resist against some of the, um, you know, the mental energetic oppression that we feel just in the field living here on this planet, let alone just our own things that we go through. So you've got to make sure that you are fortifying your mind. Take good care of yourself. Protect yourself. Protect your energy. Kundalini yoga is incredible. I love Kundalini yoga because it has, there's so many, um, you know, there, it's Kriya. You're doing meditation. It's challenging you. It's challenging. Today I did Nabi Kriya. I'm trying to do 40 days of Nabi Kriya. And um, I'm choosing to do that, not trying. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Even if it was just five minutes, I'm going to do it. See, I cut myself. Um, fortify yourself. Okay, I know we're at time and I don't want to take your time. So if you've got to drop off, I totally, totally understand. But I want to go over um, a couple of quick things really fast, just in case you didn't, you were not on at the beginning. So what I said, in order to start changing your life, it's important for you to, first of all, see where you're starting from. And so it's important to have some acknowledgements. The acknowledgements is part of taking responsibility for your life right now as it stands and then being able to recognize that you can change at any point. So the first thing I said was that we have mostly done the best that we could. Um, we've mostly done the best that we could, but we were also lazy and we also abdicated some of our responsibility and blamed others instead of taking responsibility and doing the work to actually transform our thoughts and our behaviors and our actions. And they perhaps have festered and now we have thoughts and we have a whole bunch of stuff that we need to learn how to work with. And that's okay because we can work with it. Um, we didn't always you know, take responsibility, but now we are. We're here on this call, on this, on this Zoom together or on the Insight Timer together. And it's so important that we are taking the responsibility and that we recognize that we can choose our thoughts now. And that it doesn't matter what we've done in the past, we can change those things right now, today, this very moment. And it's also very important that we can practice having self-love and compassion for ourselves until that becomes our new norm. It's very important. These acknowledgements and understandings are important so that we can continue to build on. The next thing is, is that it's important to um, be the observer, the non-critical observer of your mind. You have to observe your mind, know what kind of thoughts so that you can change your thoughts. And then visualize a new you. Visualize a new you. Understand what that new you wants to feel like, what kind of relationships that, that you want to have, how you want to show up in this life. Strong, courageous, confident, always in always. Then you have to start speaking your affirmations. Really start speaking and being and behaving and aligning your actions, your thoughts, your words with this new version of you. It's really important to try to get as clear of a vision of this new you that you're becoming. Really, really get a clear vision. Practice that. Draw it out even. Use your journal. Write about yourself. All of those things as often as you possibly can. And then finally, you have to protect. You have to protect your mind. You have to fortify your mind. Just like if you planted a new seed, a new seedling, you want to make sure that it's protected and watered and nourished. You want to protect it from danger. Protect yourself from danger. Protect your mind. You are so precious. You are worth it. It's very important that you do this. You can mix this up. You can make some version of this for yourself. But do, do 
what you need to do so that you can live happy. And not just when something good happens, but that you're happy as a resting place, that you're joyful and you're happy from, from the inside. It's a resting place for you. I see some comments. You're fighting the lobbies and the corruption. Impossible to stop. Let me see. To be here. Mm, it's not good for me. Yeah. Okay. We're at time. I won't be able to drop in um, with all of these here. Um, oh, yeah. So not for me. Yeah. Be okay with letting go of relationships that are not serving. You, you, they served They served their purpose for whatever. And sometimes it's, it's for us to be able to learn... Um, to care for ourselves and to love ourselves enough to walk away and let that be lesson enough. You don't have to keep staying if it's not serving you. Okay, all right, so much. I can keep saying and talking and talking. <laughs> all right, um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, I appreciate you. And um, you can check out my bio and I have, you know, a link to my website also if you want to follow up with me in other ways. I will also offer other, you know, ways to, to interact with me. I love you. Thank you. And I'll see you next week. We're going to do some emotional release next week. So be ready for that. Have a pillow for the next session. All right. I'll talk to you all later. Bye-bye.